0: to Further Up and
1: Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, we're so glad you joined us today. Today we're going to talk about dreaming. So nighttime dreaming or... We should talk about that someday, but today we're going to talk about not like daydreaming, but legit having dreams and desires and hopes for our future. Hmm. So it's tricky. Sometimes as adults, it seems to me like we relegate that to, oh, he's just a dreamer. And really, that means he's a loser and doesn't have a life because he's always imagining impossible things.
0: And the rest of us are
1: working and getting stuff done. And we're very sensible, practical and pragmatic because we're mature adults. Exactly. We can't have unrealistic expectations. Exactly. I sure hope our listeners are picking up on the sarcasm (laughs) font here. (laughs) So, Amy, a big part of your story that I love so much, and we've kind of alluded to it in our early podcast, Amy's story, but for sure you recognize that in your life you had 100% stopped dreaming and you put some feet into your restoration process by intentionally, you know, hoping again, taking risks. But would you share with our listeners a little nutshell of that whole idea of not dreaming and then how you ventured into dreaming again? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I just realized that out of disappointment and vows and hurts that I just decided, no, I am a realist. I am practical. I am rational. I deal with what is actually going on, not dreaming. And so once I realized that and kind of went through the process of dismantling the vows and hurts and all that stuff, I was like, well now what? Because I really believe that God has created us all with the capacity to dream. I mean, it's going to look different and the ease is going to be different for different people. But he's created us with imagination and creativity to imagine what could be. And so what I did is one of my friends was gung-ho about, you need to make a dream board. And I was like, a dream board? Yeah, where you just write down your dreams. And I was like, okay, that felt like a whole nother level. Writing it down? Are you kidding me? That's so like committing to a feeling I thought exactly (laughs) someone might see it even right (laughs) and so I I decided you know what I'm gonna do a dream board and like how I had to start is I had to really make all of these caveats that I wrote on top of it where it's like you know (laughs) that these are things I want I recognize they might not happen some are quantifiable some are you know will be once I die I recognize whether I had them and it's all dependent on God like I wrote all these things down to just kind of create some safety for me And I just started writing and it was like I had to start so stinking small because I had just not dreamed for so long that it was like really that I'm sure people that have dreamt are like wow that was what you started with but I had to I had to start somewhere so it was like simple things like man I want to get a Star Wars tattoo which is like
1: that's an achievable
0: dream though and I just kept forcing myself to write anything that was like huh anything that came into mind that was like, huh, that'd be nice. I wrote down. And so there's some things that I've looked back on and thought, "Eh, that's fine. But then there's other things that I'm like, Oh, this is a weighty one. And this holds a lot of meaning. And so I just wrote, kept writing, writing, writing until I felt like I was done.
1: And some of those dreams were like you say, just kind of lighthearted, whimsical, maybe this, but now as you look at some of them, do you recognize that maybe that's a dream that God also has for you too?
0: Oh totally. Yeah. For sure there's yeah. some of them that I look now, you know, 2 years later, yeah. 3 years later and think, "Oh, yeah, that that's something that God is breathing on and it's looking different, but it's still the same dream."
1: Yeah. So for some of our listeners, if you've been faithfully listening to the begin, to us since the beginning, you're going to recognize things we're referring to. And some of you might be feeling like, I don't even know where, where these guys are coming from. I just encourage you to go back, listen to Amy's story, listen to our one about disappointment. We have a podcast about disappointment, but we're just going to kind of move forward here. In the idea of dreaming, you recognized how the enemy had stolen this from you. You broke agreement with lies that said you're foolish if you can't define every parameter and guarantee mm-hmm. things, right? You broke vows about I will never. And so as you've stepped into this this willingness to dream, you're risking disappointment. How are you navigating that? I think
0: it's, for me, it's rooted back into the, what it says in scripture, that our God is a God of hope mm-hmm. and that right? That he wants to give us, Paul talks about things that are more wild than we can even imagine. And so there's a lot of stuff that is like, I think we were actually created to dream. And dreaming is so connected to hope. And our God is a God of hope. And I want to be connected to God. So hope and dreaming will just be a byproduct if I'm nestled close to him.
1: You know, I honestly believe with all my heart that the essence of our dreams was actually planted in us by God. That things that we kind of long for and dream for contain within them the seed of something that God actually intended for us. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the seeds of destiny. So I would never have said as a little girl that I'm going to be a pastor when I grow up and certainly would never have said I was going to be a podcaster because the internet wasn't even a thing that average people used when I was a child. Amy is totally rolling her eyes at me right now. I want all of our listeners to know she is pulling the youth card and rolling her eyes. Right. So by the time people are 50-ish, a lot of my friends have stopped dreaming and that breaks my heart. And again, that goes back to our podcast about disappointment. But as I'm looking at it, having kind of unpacked some of my own limitations on my dreams... I can see that as a little girl, I loved language. I would play school with my brother and sister because I just wanted to share good ideas with people. Mm -hmm. And I can see that being the essence of what God has created me for. And along the way, I started to even have like random thoughts sneak up on me. So I remember when I was home with my babies in my early thirties, I remember one day daydreaming if I could just share the healing process God has walked me through. Oh man, it would be the funnest thing ever if I could share it with crowds of thousands. I mean, I'm almost feeling embarrassed saying this to you. Because at that time, all of a sudden, I had this like little snap of a get with reality, Michelle. There is not a way on this planet you can't even stand up in front of a crowd of 100 people in your local church without dying of fear and anxiety. That is a stupid thought. Like, I remember just like checking reality check here. And yet, underneath the fear that was holding me back, and of course, obviously, the enemy was really quick to point out, you can't even, yada, yada, yada. There was a burning in me, this longing, like if I could just share this. And that was a dream that God planted inside of me that he had a purpose for, and it's now actually becoming true. But the facts of my own limitations belied the capacity that I had for that. Mm -hmm. So I think God creates us with the seeds of our destiny inside of us, and that we can dream around that. Again, I always tell people, hold it loosely because we don't know what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. If I really put parameters around I am going to, I think I would have in my own flesh gone into striving to make something happen that wasn't the design God had. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think sometimes we use different language. Mm -hmm. I was having a conversation with someone and they were saying, I don't dream. I don't dream. And I was like, okay, what are some things you pray for?
1: Mm. And it
0: was the, well, I pray that I am a mom that people find safety and they bring their kids. I'm like, that's a dream. That's so a dream. (laughs) Right? So it's like,
1: it can be dream, prayers, hopes. Sure, because I guess dreams can sound way too woo-woo for yeah. some people that consider themselves, what did you say, super yeah. logical, so, practical, right, and realistic?
0: Exactly. So as we're talking about this and you're like, I don't dream, but man, there's things that I'm praying for mm-hmm. or want God to use me for. Or it would be nice if. Right? Like just be aware of some of those language because that all points to dreaming.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think... Going, I don't know exactly what this is going to look like, but I actually now fully believe that the dreams and desires in my heart have some sort of shape in my future. Mm. I don't know what it's going to look like. I really don't. But I continue to. Um, well, this goes back to our partnering with the Par- promise podcast. Another one we did where Abraham does, just dreamed of having a son. He just wanted a son. And, and God said, I'll make you the father of many, you know, countless like the stars or the sea. You can't want even be able to count them or the sand by the seashore. I always thought, man, when Abraham heard that promise, he must have thought he'd have a house full of kids, and he had one son. (laughs) So I know that when I'm dreaming, I'm like, man, I'm gonna continue to write a lot, as much as I can, I'm gonna write, even though I hope, here I go, and I'm saying it out loud for all our listeners here, I really wanna write a couple of books. There's a big dream for that inside of me. I'm just gonna continue to cultivate the skills I have, and I don't know what God's gonna do with that, but I know for sure, Amy, that he created me to express things And to proclaim things. And I'm gonna do that. And he's going to do that through me. I just don't know what the vehicle will look like. Mm -hmm. We have another friend who, um, this is a funny story for me, he just dreams of full time being in music. He just loves music. And some people would say, oh man, you know, he's just such a dreamer. Get a real job. I, I bet you he's heard this. Get a real job. And there was a day, uh, several years ago where he said to me I think God just spoke to me that I'm gonna be in music full-time five years from now and I remember going
0: hmm um, you had your pastor face yes, on didn't well, I,
1: I I I bet you anything I did I'm sorry <laughs> now you're outing me all over the place <laughs> and it was just like... Yeah, well, hold that loosely and see what Jesus has for you in that. And I was actually partnering with unbelief in that moment, Amy, like, well, this he is such a dreamer, right? And mm. okay, so even I, who totally believe in that God has dreams in us, was having a bit of a roll my eyes. He is such a dreamer. But he believed that word and he held on to it and he held on to it with, as I like to say, expectation without agenda. And five years later, he was not recording music as he would hope to be his main livelihood, but he was working as a DJ. And one day he just was like, do you realize that I am working in the music industry full time? And so he was having all kinds of fun playing music for people at parties. And he had space and time in his life to continue with his recording and cultivating things. So that is just a story I like to look back on where expectation without agenda really matters. Mm -hmm. God loves your dreams. Continue to pursue them in ways that you can cultivate things, but you don't have to make it happen and just recognize that it's going to look like different things in different seasons. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think sometimes the dreams we have are actually for generations to come.
1: I after totally us. believe that, Amy. I totally believe that. I always think what is what am what foundations am I laying that I'm actually not going to see the end product of? And King David had a dream like that. King David just loved God so much and he was such a worshipper and he wanted to build a beautiful temple for God. He has this beautiful palace. He's like, God, you should have a beautiful home. So that was a dream. And God's response was, um, that's actually for your son to do. But what you're doing is creating capacity so that your son can do that someday, which I kind of think about that sometimes. And I go, wow, there are things I really, really want to see. And I guess maybe I would be a smidge disappointed that it isn't necessarily going to look how I would hope in my lifetime. But at the same time, I'm really excited about creating something that's so lasting that it's actually a foundation for generations to come. I also think God wants to hear from us what our dreams are. I think dreaming with God is 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 legit that just pondering your dreams with him he created us to be creative and that he is not like a dictator who defined this thing and now here's your blueprint for your life and you better get it right Mm -hmm. but that he wants to hear from us what thoughts are on your mind what what problems do you see that you'd like to solve Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and when I've talked with people about this it seems like there's a a thread of people saying well what if what I'm dreaming is for like selfish reasons because I want Hmm. acknowledgement or significance or performance and i always respond do you not think god is big enough yeah right like man maybe there's stuff in that but he's a gracious god and he can deal with that stuff while still keeping the essence of the dream like you talked about it that it's like those seeds of destiny can get muddled up with crap Mm -hmm. but he's a big god that he doesn't throw the baby out with the bathwater.
1: yeah Exactly. I was talking to somebody the other day about why they went into ministry and their answer was, because I find it so gratifying. And then they were like, oh my goodness, that's a really self-centered answer. And I'm like, I actually think that's really cool because when our children are learning to walk, they're really doing it for the fun of it. They think it's a game. But then it turns out that walking is really super purposeful and gets the job done, right? Mm -hmm. And that God, our Father, as as we're learning how to dream with Him, He's actually not afraid. Of us messing it up he's gonna teach us through the process and I think religion has used that fear that you just described that it's gonna be all about me to actually quench some dreams yeah so let's just call that out and say that thing that's in the the essence of that is from God so yeah there's some crap around it he's committed to purifying us in the process but don't let that stop you from pursuing the possibility mm-hmm. that God is actually so much fun he would like to partner with you in your dreams. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes me back to um, some scriptures that I've been pondering through the Easter season. It's Romans 5 talks about how through the cross, God, um, Jesus restored our friendship with God. And it uses that word over and over again. Friendship with God is twice in that verse. It's kind of fun to me to think about if I dream out loud with you, Amy, and I, in fact, this podcast came out of me dreaming out loud with you. How could mm-hmm. we impact more people? How could we? And because you're my friend, you're not going that is so stupid. Your thoughts were like, oh, I wonder how we could. And then in that whole wondering, God planted this seed of an idea that also seemed silly to me at first and yet so in line with my dreams that I was like, hey, let's do this. And when I think of God being my friend, that as I am having hopes and dreams and ideas, I picture him leaning in and going, hmm, yeah, good idea. Hmm. Or I don't know, like what other response would he have as a good friend? He let me help you with that. Or, oh, yeah, that's good. And how about if we do it this way, right? Because as you and I exchange ideas, our ideas get better and better. So I don't know that picture of dreaming and dreaming out loud with, my, with God, who is my friend, who cares and who loves and who delights in all of this, it's just refreshing and kind of opens up possibilities rather than quenching them in pragmatism and realism, as we like to, mm-hmm. as we like to say.
0: And so I would encourage our listeners that if you feel like you've kind of cleaned the slate of disappointment and not dreaming, and now you're at the, where do I even start? I would just encourage you to start a dream board.
1: Yeah, just start writing down. It can be as fancy and creative, or it can just be a piece of paper where you randomly start jotting Mm -hmm. down words. And then
0: I would really encourage you to share it with someone.
1: Yeah, there's something about that courage that's I'm going to say this out loud to somebody.
0: And I remember the first time I read my dream board to someone, it was with the um, woman who had encouraged me to do in the first place. I gave her very strict parameters. I said, you cannot comment on anything. You cannot look at me while I'm reading this. (laughs) You can have no reaction. And I mean, the woman I was speaking to is one of the most... Emotive. Ex- emotive and expressive and exuberant persons I know mm-hmm. that now I realize, man, that must have been incredible amount of self-control for her to just <laughs> sit there and listen. But and you, she did.
1: And you needed a safe space. I That did. was your first step of courage. And
0: so I read them all out loud, and it was just like not looking at her, just like boom, 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 boom. And then I look it up or up at her, and she's like, "Am I allowed to ask any questions? <laughs> like, just so like tentative." And it was just like her questions and affirmations after that was just so like, "I'm not crazy." Yeah. Some of these things are not as crazy as I think they are. Yeah. Because some of them were like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense, Amy. Totally right." Yeah. And so find someone safe. Yeah. Who's not a poo pooer. Yeah. Of dreams.
1: And start there. And if you already feel like, oh, I'm pretty good at dreaming, like I'm working on this and I'm working on that, I would say if you are working on it and it's not bigger than that, you may not be dreaming big enough yet. Once upon a time, I can't remember who said it first in my life, but it was like, if you can achieve your dreams on your own efforts, they're not actually God-sized dreams yet. Yeah. And I, there's something inside of me that quivers with that little bit of, ah, freaking out and a little bit of that excitement like i actually want to dream god-sized dreams because that'll take me so much farther than i'll ever be able to go on my own and and the best things have happened when i step out in that place of faith where if, it, if you don't do this god it's not gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be an unqualified disaster and i remember you talking to me
0: about an author i think that talked about how there's turtle egg dreams and there's mm-hmm. elephant dreams mm-hmm. right turtle eggs are the ones that you just go like plop 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 because they just turtles just lay eggs yep like crazy and go okay see you later and like 10% of them live and ten, exactly we've all seen those videos yeah but an elephant yeah like they're in there forever gestation. yeah right and they're the only ones
1: and they're and so I think it's really important that we need to cultivate both mm-hmm. so I do like when I'm processing with you I'm like these are turtle egg dreams and we know that I'm just like spewing possibilities but you know which ones are my elephant dreams mm-hmm yeah so do both dream both ways and your dream board has both on them right you're starting with your tattoo and then a bunch of other ones that you've sort of discarded now but there's a few now that you're like yeah this is actually an elephant Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's gestating and when i give birth to this thing everybody's gonna know it yeah
0: Mm -hmm. exactly
1: so the thing about dreaming is yeah it's risky and it contains a lot of unknown kind of like that space that's off the beaten track a little bit it's further up and further in